You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hi, and welcome to our monthly podcast covering the latest releases of AIB-sponsored Irish Manufacturing and Services PMI. I'm Paul Ward from our Treasury Unit, and joining me today is AIB's Chief Economist, Oliver Mangan. Ollie, let's start with the manufacturing PMI. The March report is the strongest downturn since August 2009 as the coronavirus outbreak hits the sector. Can you please take us through the latest release and please highlight your key findings of the report? Yeah, as you say, it's a very sharp decline the month. The index fell from around 51 to 45. Now, what that reflects is a sharp fall in output, a big fall in new orders as well. We're seeing decline in employment in the sector. And also firms, because orders have been cancelled or are not coming through, are working through their backlogs. So now it, it declined to 45. Now that's still well above. When we look to the last recession, which is 2008-2009, the index actually got below 35. So it's the sharp enough fall, but it's not a complete collapse. Uh, but the likelihood is, given what we're seeing there in terms of new orders fell very sharply, as I say, the outstanding backlogs have been worked through, and also a big drop in terms of firms' expectations for future output would suggest that we're likely to see further declines over the next couple of months. Okay, so just, just capture that for the listeners, Ali. What you're saying is we've got an abrupt and steep fall from the 51.2 in Feb to 45.1. There's obviously potentially worse to come, but there seems to be some scope potentially for a rebound, would you think, once the virus abates? Well, that's further down the road, probably into the second half of the year. Obviously, there's lockdowns everywhere. We're very much an exporting nation. So we're not just impacted by the lockdown here, but also in our major export markets in Europe, in the UK and in the US. So there's been a decline in this month. And I think there'll be further declines over the next couple of months. But hopefully we get a rebound in the second half of the year. Obviously, it may be way too early to suggest, but is there any evidence in any economy globally that may be a little bit further ahead in terms of how they're dealing with the virus and are kind of coming out, not necessarily coming out the other side, but either have seen maybe a levelling off or a slowing down of the actual index itself? Yeah, obviously, we're looking to countries like South Korea and China, which experienced the corona outbreak first. They're actually, the Chinese data have been just out as well. They actually showed a pickup in March. Now, that was very welcome, So, but China is out the gate here. It's largely overcome its coronavirus outbreak and factors are being reopened. So I think it's important to understand both on the manufacturing and the services side, which we'll talk about in a minute. This is a very sudden, sharp decline in activity and output. It's not like your normal recession, which, you know, you see output fall over a period of six months, then troughs at very low levels, maybe for a year, and then gradually recovers. When we look at these indices, we go back, I think the best time to go back to is 2008-2009. What you saw at that time is the index fell well below 50 and spent two years below 50. Now, 50 is the level which separates expansion from contraction. Yeah. I'm around, we're seeing a much steeper fall, but it's likely, and certainly hopefully, that it's much shorter lived because as soon as the coronavirus is brought under control, we expect you know the, the restrictions that are there in activity will be lifted pretty promptly. Now, the experts are suggesting you know, that the lockdowns may be required or certainly may take two to three months to bring the coronavirus under control. You referenced China there. The outbreak was towards the end of last year. 
very steep falls in uh, activity in January and February, and then the beginnings of recovery in March. So fast forward that for us and our neighbouring countries, obviously second half of March, likely to see declines in output in April and May, and maybe you know through the summer, certainly from July, August onwards, if those restrictions are lifted, we'd expect to see a fairly rapid rebound in activity. The last question I want to ask us in relation to the manufacturing piece, Ali, is that in terms of the recent drop in oil prices, will, will that also have a positive impact? Let's just say we see a rebound in, in the foreseeable months, for argument's sake. Will, will the lower oil prices help that sector? It will. It's, it's like everything else. There'll be winners and losers, losers in that regard. We're net, obviously, importer of oil and energy, so it would help the Irish economy. Yeah. Firms that have high energy costs uh, will obviously benefit. Obviously, the, the broader energy sector itself is in crisis, particularly in the US. So investment in those sectors is going to fall off, and that may have spillover effects into other areas of manufacturing. So there will be winners and losers in that regard. I think what we're going to see is obviously very, very steep declines in inflation. And actually, now that you mention it, we, we are beginning to see in the, the March data on the manufacturing side declines in both input and output prices. And the input prices reference the fall in oil prices. Okay. Ollie, I might just move to the services PMI, if you don't mind. So the output and demand have dived and the business activity index has dropped from February's 26-month high of 59.9 to 32.5 in March, which is phenomenal. Undoubtedly, yeah. all corona-related, if you don't mind me saying. Yeah, it, but uh, you, you might just take us through the findings, please, Holly. First of all, as you referenced, it came off a very high level in February. It was at an over two-year high. So, you know, actually activity here in the first two months of the year in the Irish economy had picked up quite strongly as, you know, Brexit went smoothly. There were signs of a global upturn. So all was going well. I'm thinking the services sector had recovered very strongly over the winter. So 59.9 is very high reading, the highest we've had in over two years. I, I can only describe this as a collapse in the index in, in March. It felt 32.5. The record low was 31.8 back in 2008-2009 and it took many, many months to get to that certain level. So particularly for the services side, we've seen a very sudden and very rapid deterioration in business conditions in March. There was literally an implosion in new orders, both domestic and export orders. Firms have started to lay off staff. So the impact there has been far more severe than the manufacturing side. Now, if you think about it, that is not a surprise because the sectors that have been most impacted by the lockdown and the restriction on activity are the service sectors of the economy. Not so much, a lot of manufacturing is continuing as, if not quite normal, it hasn't been hit as hard. And when you dive into the sectors, again, it's not surprising. By far, the most pronounced impacts were seen in the transport, tourism and leisure sector. You referenced the overall rate there for the services sector falling to 32.5. For the transport, tourism and leisure sector, it fell to 24.9. I mean, that is just, uh, you know, really, really weak. Broader business services, down below 30 as well. But financial services and the so-called technology and telecom sector contracting, but not at the same pace. So I suppose what's reflected in this survey is not that surprising. The sectors which have been most impacted by the restrictions and the closures have been quite clearly the weakest ones in this survey. Okay. A, a big impact on employment on both uh, sectors, Ollie. Do you see that being an issue in terms of when the rebound comes, I suppose, having people ready to go? Just your, any thoughts with in relation to the, the employment issue? Yeah, well, again, the decline in employment was much more pronounced on the services side. And, and that 
particularly in that transport, tourism and leisure. Now, we know a lot of people have been laid off in those industries. What I would say is that one of the reasons economists are hopeful for rebound in the second half of the year has been the measures taken by central banks, but particularly governments, to try and, first, first of all, mitigate the worst effects uh, on the economy, on households and on businesses of the coronavirus outbreak, and secondly, lay the foundations for recovery in the second half of the year. So in that regard, we've seen enhanced income support payments being provided by governments, which will support households and yeah. support businesses as well. So I think, you know, one level, this is obviously trying to ease the impact in the next couple of months of job losses, loss of income, businesses being shut down. But I think also from the authorities' point of view, central banks and governments, they're trying to lay the foundations to ensure that when the restrictions are lifted, we get on top of this coronavirus that there's a very rapid rebound in activity so that in other words the recovery mirrors the downturn and that what we don't have is what we had back in 2008 2009 which was a very prolonged and deep recession this one will be deep but i think the governments uh, everywhere and central banks are pulling out all the stops to ensure that it's a short recession and economies can bounce back hopefully in the second half of the year. I mean, obviously it's related to the course of the virus where restrictions can be lifted. But once that happens, that economies are in position to rebound quickly. Another another was then that those job losses, which we've seen, you know, we've seen a spike upwards in terms of unemployment levels. Again, unlike other recessions, that that can reverse very, very quickly. Okay, just two quick questions, Ali, just to wrap up, if that's okay. So firstly, you might just give us your thoughts in terms of how, I suppose, our PMIs will compare to other economies. And I'd imagine it's, it's quite similar, but you might just give us a comment on that. And finally then, just collectively, what do the PMIs tell us about the state of the Irish economy? And just even looking into the next month or two, what your view is there? Okay, well, first, in regard to the international, we're very much mirroring the trends we're seeing in the UK, the Eurozone and the US. And, and that's no surprise. I mean, we're in lockdown here. So is the US to the end of April. So is the UK, maybe even for a longer period of time. And we can particularly see, you know, what the impact is in economies like Spain and Italy, France and indeed Germany. So all Western Europe states, Canada, advanced economies generally are facing the same issues here. So not surprisingly, that has been reflected in the PMI data, sharp falls everywhere. What it means is, you know, the economy has gone into recession. That's what's really happened here. It's went into recession in March. It's likely to last a number of months, but hopefully it will be a unique recession in the sense that it's a very severe drop in output for a very short period of time, followed by a very strong rebound. So it's not your normal recession that can last for a number of quarters or a number of years. And as I say, hopefully the second half of the year, we'll see that rebound in activity. Okay, thanks, Ollie. Uh, unprecedented times, undoubtedly. And thank you to all our customers and listeners for joining us today. Stay close to all our latest podcasts by pressing the subscribe button on AAB's Market Talk on the podcast apps for iOS and Android. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.